Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Marvel Movie News, we're going to break down the Avengers Endgame trailer. What does that title mean? What are the little Easter eggs that are hiding in there? Plus, we've got information on Venom, Doctor Strange, what happens with the Netflix series going forward, and how long will it be before Disney can do anything with them? Plus, should you see Once Upon a Deadpool? We'll discuss that and more on today's Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Oh, good afternoon to you, our merry Marvelites. How are you feeling? Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. You're keeping it together, Amy? I'm trying to keep it as together as possible. I mean, look, we're, sometimes you're just... Dust in the wind. Wow. And there's... <laughs> that one sorry. still hurts. I'm sorry. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from inside the Soul Stone. Because mm. uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about the Avengers Endgame trailer today. Uh, if you're not already, you can subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News PTN or at the popcorn talk, there's so many places that you can keep up with us. I know. If you if you retweet the link to the show, you can get uh, and you tag at the popcorn talk. You can get Aunt Anthony in the booth who mm-hmm. can't talk today because his throat got dusted. I know it's pretty. I'm just terrifying. gonna keep making dust jokes today. Settle in. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Um, or if you tag Marvel News PTN, you can get that sweet retreat from the Star Jammer and Colt Badeau. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Colt Badeau. Uh, I'm Zach Wilson. Amy Cassandra Martinez here, as always. Yes, yes. And uh, we have to start off first with a little special shout out to Moto Roland, who is a daddy. Congratulations. Yeah, so, uh, yay. A new child for you to indoctrinate into the cult that is Marvel fandom. Isn't it beautiful, though? It's wonderful. Please do that. I'm so excited. Congrats to you guys. Oh, and thank you so much to everyone who's joining us today. I, I this is a this is a great show. As we were teasing up top, like we got a lot to talk about with the mm-hmm. Avengers trailer that came out less than 12 hours after we hosted last week's show. So frustrating. But we're going to talk about Once Upon a Deadpool, which I got a chance to see last night. Uh, We're going to talk about the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer Mm -hmm. that uh, is not online, but they showed at a Comic-Con in Brazil. So we've got some details on the movie based on that. Doctor Strange, Venom 2, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix had some updates. The Punisher... We got some mm-hmm. Punisher stuff. Stick around for that. But let's get started with our lead story. Yes. That Endgame trailer. I want to just. I got to watch it again. I've already watched it like thirty times. I was going to say. But I want to watch it again with you guys because it's always more fun to watch with you guys. Yeah, it's an and experience with you, Amy. together. So yeah. here we go. Am Anthony, roll that tape. Yeah, oh, still hurts. Okay. I love this, uh-huh. and like I, I couldn't help but looking at this, like the all the circuitry, and like, oh, the nanotech is like there wasn't enough left, so it can only form half a helmet. Yep. Hey, Miss Potts, such a nerd. Oh. If you find this recording. Uh. And then you've got the uh, the Benatar floating through space. And it's just, it's, I have so many questions as to ha- so. This seems to be probably very soon after the events of Infinity War, and there's a lot of debate about how much of a time jump we're going to get. Yeah. And this sort of, who knows? Uh, it's hard to say. Well, I just oh, I hate seeing Tony like this because it just hurts my soul. It was interesting. I was reading some comparisons online, like between Tony Stark in Iron Man and Tony Stark here, and like the <laughs> difference between the narcissists. Oh, they dusted the logo. Oh, I know. 
oh, Scarecrow this Thanos Infinity straight out of the comic Gauntlet. books. Hello. Yep. Um, still on his hand, which we'll talk about a little bit. Yeah. Once we're not dealing with images all over the place. Oh, and then you can see Shuri on yeah, the side. Yeah, very briefly. And then, ah. With Bruce and it's the people missing. Sad Thor. Oh my gosh, that's really that really surprised me. Sad Thor. Sad Thor. Yeah, I mean, I um, feel like Ronan. Yeah, we're gonna talk more about this in a minute. I also um, like how separated they are from uh, each other because it feels like <clears throat> Agent Carter. I like that we're getting a tour of the characters in this trailer. Yeah. Without. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. If he doesn't. That's such a Captain America line. And then my favorite moment mm. in this trailer. Hold on, we're just gonna watch this. And there it is. And that the trailer, the, the logo's fine. Great, get it out of there because. Yeah. Hi, uh, is anyone home? This is Scott Lang. Yes, it is. We oh met a few God. years ago at the airport in Germany. I love how I'm sure we all had the same face on when we were watching this part. We were, we're exactly like Cap. Um, Can you buzz me in? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, I don't think we all had the same face because there's really? nobody who had as wide a grin as I did seeing Ant-Man pop up there at the end. <laughs> but I was just like, oh, what? How? Um, I do have to say, so, I mean, you guys know that I do trailer reaction videos, so I, of course, did one to this trailer. Um, and I was looking for it, and I didn't know the title of the movie, and I saw that it was Endgame, and I was like, what? Ah, spoiler! Ah! And so when I finally saw it, I was like, oh my god, okay, so what does this mean? And I was trying to, like, process the title while watching the trailer, and, I mean, it didn't take away from it at all. Yeah. I know So everyone on Twitter was also like, oh, Steve Rogers is crying. Our cat <laughs> is crying. And I was like, what? What? Oh. But, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about the title. Because uh, that was the first thing that I saw, too. I think the first, because, like, on the West Coast, whenever there's a trailer drop like this, I'm always asleep when it happens. Oh, same. Um, the first thing I saw was I picked up my phone. I saw an Instagram post from Kevin Smith with the with the with the poster and it was just like end game okay mm-hmm. um what do you think of that title i think it's it's good i think um we were trying to you know we've been trying to figure it out for a while now um i know a lot of people were talking about how end game is a certain it has to do with chess I'm not a big chess player but it basically means that you sacrifice some of your players. Well, the others. end game is basically when you're down to like the final stages of the game. Uh-huh. So at some at that point, yes, there are usually pieces that have been sacrificed. But it's yeah. that you're like, okay, there's only a few moves left before checkmate. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the end game. And the and the word end game, as they teased, has been said in mm-hmm. the movies before multiple times. Yeah. Um, it was as most notably when uh, Doctor Strange said it in the last one. We're in the end game now. Yeah. But Tony Stark actually said it in Age of Ultron, I which know. I think was really cool. Um, and there is a conspiracy theory in me. As soon as they announced this, I'm like. That's not the title. We heard all those rumors that Mark Disney's trying something new with this trailer. There's going to be something crazy. Um, and somebody, had some, after I had like th- been thinking about this for a while, and I saw some people on Twitter also like having the same thought, the trailer was a, a trailer. Nothing really crazy in it. Um, okay. Unless it's a trailer that lies about the title of the movie they're putting out. Well, see, I thought the thing that they were trying that was different was that you literally saw no action. At all. It's, no one's moving that quickly, even. I mean, it's a teaser. That's not too unusual. Um, But, I mean, I guess. We don't know. Like, besides the fact that it's obviously a Marvel Cinematic Universe Mm -hmm. movie. Like, duh, we're going to be watching it. Like, if people don't know anything about it, you're just kind of like, okay, like. That was nothing. Yeah, because they've already sold a billion dollars worth of tickets. Like yeah. that, you could put out nothing but a black screen and trailers, and you'd sell enough tickets. Mm-hmm. But that would, to me, because to me, they, they were so worried about spoilers. Endgame, we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Endgame feels not spoilery, except that like it's the end of like a big thing. Yeah, a which, big. I mean, but we. Know. It's not that it doesn't fit, but it feels. Like, there's something... It, it feels like they were overblowing the spoiler nature of the title mm-hmm. for it to be Endgame. 
Okay, so you're thinking Endgame is not the title. I think Endgame is the title. Um, <laughs> a more logical conclusion. <laughs> so we want to know from you guys in the chat. And of course, if you're watching this later, let us know in the comments down below. What do you think the title is? Do you really think it is Endgame or do you not? Zayas Bilu's like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure it's the title. Um, <laughs> Look, let me have my theories, you guys. It's more fun if I, there's a conspiracy. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah. let's let's break down the trailer let's do it. Uh, while you guys like tell me how dumb that theory is. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, so uh, Aunt Mantha, if you want to bring up, yeah, so I just I literally grabbed stills just like in order in the trailer that I want to talk about because like we had Tony Stark like adrift in space mm-hmm. in the it, like on the Benatar. I can go to the next one. Um, I like that he's in the Guardian ship. It makes sense because yeah. they would it would have been the only like flyable craft there. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm so curious about the circumstances though, because so left on that planet, you had what just Tony and Nebula. Was that really it? Yeah. So like that's and that's its own interesting interesting thing. Like I, Tony in space. Yeah, I, well, and the thing is that, like, he's already, it feels like, to me, it feels like he's been there for a little bit longer than maybe we think, just because he's already gotten to that point. Like, obviously, he's seen half the people, you know, there, I would say even more there um, in Titan, disappear, um, get dusted. So, like, he's already in a, an emotional space that's like, whoa, you know, you're kind of traumatized, but he's also out of, like, everything. And yeah. he says that there's like enough food or something for like not that much. They're longer. out of food. They're they have enough air for four more days. Four more days. Yeah. Um, but they're so. already out of food and water. So him and Nebula are just sort of floating through space. Uh, I don't waiting know. Waiting to uh, die. Yeah, uh. waiting to die. I'm. I guess there was. I mean, I assume that on Titan there just wasn't much fuel. They just had to go with what they had. Yeah, no target. Um, and I guess, like, Nebula Rats. probably left her the spacecraft that she, like, crashed in. Well, because we see um, her walking. Yeah, know, she's and... on, She, I believe she's on board. I, I had to pull a, an image of the, the, the logo being dusted because it's so funny. That. <laughs> it was a beautiful effect. Um, but, yeah, it was just like, it's like, oh, we're going to punch you right in the heart. Again. I mean, even at the end of Infinity War. Yeah. They did the same thing, and we're like, whoa, that was way too soon. Um, so now it's Yeah, funny. Thanos the Scarecrow, right out of Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I love um, that. I really love poignant imagery here, because it's like, he really did hang it up. Like, he, he completed his mission. What else has he got to do? I just, I feel like he's in the space of like, cool, just, you know, snapped and half the people all, all living creatures are gone, including animals, guys, I just want that to sink in. Um, and I, I feel like he's not going to be like, cool, now I'm done. Now what? I think there's going to be more of a a threat. I mean, even, oh, I, well, think, I already yeah, had that. I, I actually disagree. I think what this is, and you can go to the, the next photo as we talk about this. His lovely cups. Um, <laughs> uh, I think this is, this is like, this is Thanos' endgame in his mind. Like, he's done. Then I rest was his words. Yeah, I, but is he really? I think he doesn't need to do anything else like if we look at that image of his hand like he's he's not in his armor but he's he's still got the gauntlet on Mm -hmm. i think it's fused to his hand really because remember it crumpled at the end of the last one i think he is forever like i think the gauntlet is trapped on his hand and i think he's just like walking that planet like he's just living a farmer's life Mm. Maybe the gauntlet is kind of like the ring in Lord of the Rings. And also, like in Harry Potter, you know how they have the Horcrux? So it's like the longer he keeps it on, maybe the the crazier he gets. Yep. You heard it here first. (laughs) You're welcome. Let's bring all these fandoms together. Uh, that's, a, that's a cool theory. <laughs> I, I think he honestly is taking a break, and it's going to be until the Avengers bring the battle to back to him through mm-hmm. whatever means they're going through. Because like, the, the ways that I see out of this is either them taking the gauntlet back and undoing with a second snap, yeah, or breaking the Soul Stone open. Can they or, do that? Can they undo the snap with another snap? I mean, in theory, it's it's the... Once you have all the stones, like you can control reality and bend it to your will so in theory like and if if our theory 
is correct and all of the people who got dusted are not are not dead but are trapped inside the soul stone yeah then it would just be breaking it or using it to send them back to the universe yeah I like that. Thing. Um, so it'll it'll that'll be interesting. I love that we have built it off. And then sad Steve. It's the next photo that I have. Stop. Okay, and he shaved his beard. As far as we know, unless this is time traveling. I love how many people are upset by him shaving his beard. I get I'm it. Fu- like, Beards I, are wonderful. <laughs> they're great, yeah. But like, what does this mean? <laughs> Is this a time traveling thing situation here? No, I think he was just like he's not on the run anymore. He like so he's he can, back in the light. He has and... time to like you know. I'm sad. I'm gonna shave now. Yeah, like or he has, he feels like it. he has to be brave and forward facing. Like he he grew the beard when he was in his more like nomad like days because yeah. he's not Captain America. He's back in like he's in the background hiding. So he doesn't need to be presentable. Mm-hmm. But I think now that he's, I assume he's back at the compound. So. I have to think that after these events, the Sokovia Accords are just like, ignore that. We don't have time for that. We got way bigger problems. Well, and also, like, we honestly don't know what lies ahead for him. So this could be his last film. And to kind of see him look as Captain America-y as possible, (laughs) just to end it, you know, I like that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The Hulk is uh oh. bruce banner is he's gonna be messed up by this because if he, you talk about blaming yourself imagine like he's like if only the hulk had shown up if only i, I could get the hulk out maybe he could have stopped thanos i know and he's looking he's so just like much. staring at these people that are missing which it's really quick but shuri is in these in this photo mm-hmm. as well as scott and peter yeah. um they know that scott and peter like scott and peter it's interesting because Shuri, we didn't see dusted, and the yeah. Russo brothers, minor like interview type spoilers, had said at one point that she was not dusted. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that she's just in hiding. Yeah. TBD. But they don't. Yeah. But the Avengers don't have whereabouts on Shuri. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and yeah, I mean, down there they don't know, like in, in Earth, they don't know where Peter is exactly. That's why yeah. he's missing. So the, obviously, dusted. I feel like. Maybe Tony would have radioed back that Spidey was on the ship, but either way, he's missing. And like, yeah, I have to think that if Aunt May is around, she's just chalking it up to him being dusted. Um, sorry, I have to cut in because Ink and TV says something. Brought up a very, very good point. Um, Steve's beard got dusted after the snap, according to internet memes. I mean, that'll save you money on razors. That's funny. So. I like that. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting because we don't, we didn't see a lot of, you know, these smaller characters, quotation marks, uh, get dusted or not get dusted. So we don't know where everyone is. Yeah. There's so many people. It's true. Um, yeah. Thor is just looking super pensive because, like, he, he should have gone for the head. <sighs> gone for the head, Thor. Um, and then this next photo, if we bring so it up, much. this is one that people have been debating about. Um, because it's it's Nebula's hand, yeah, touching someone's shoulder. But there's been debate about who it is. I assume it's Tony Stark. I don't know how it could be anybody else. They're on a ship together. In theory, Nebula's going to meet up with everyone at some point when they like eventually get to wherever they're going. And people are like, "Oh, but look at that! Look at that! That face! It looks like pretty clean shaven. It, it must be it must be Cap." Cap. I'm like. Tony Stark's fairly clean shaven in the earlier scenes uh, in the trailer. So I think it's Tony. I think this is them like maybe right after launch or it's just I think it's it's Tony. I what if this person's not alive? Like not that they got dusted, obviously. Ooh, they creepy. Be there, but like what if they're dead and she's just like, bye. I think the head seems pretty upright. No, but like I guess it's space. You like. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. I just, I just made that way to be than morbid, to Amy. Be. I don't know. Jeez. But we well, speaking of anything. darkness, let's talk about Ronan. Ooh. Um, we got our first look at Clint after all of this, and his, you get to see that classic, that comic book Ronan look in mm-hmm. that back in that behind shot, and then 
sad, sad boy, uh, <sighs> undercut Clint. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you've watched The Leftovers, you'll understand this reference. This is my first. He got totally Nora Dursted. Uh, I think his whole family got dusted. Oh, yeah. Both kids, his wife. and Yeah. yeah. And I guess it's three kids, because I think his wife was, was the last time we saw her, was pregnant. One. So he lost four people at once. He definitely saw it all go down. I mean, look at his eyes. Just like, he's in so much pain. Yeah. And then uh, I brought up a, uh, if you go to the next slide, Anthony, um, this is Ronan from the comic books. By the way, uh-huh. um, so you'll see you see the sword. I'll be really interested to see if they give him nunchucks in uh, the MCU. Yeah, that would be interesting. Give me some nunchaku, Hawkeye. I know he's wrote it now. It's easier to just call him Hawkeye. Um, those quads, good for him. Yeah, uh, but then uh, we cut to a shot of my girl Peggy. Oh my god. <sighs> And Cap's still carrying that around. Uh, but this is the interesting speculation because there's so many rumors about time travel. We talked about Kang. And mm-hmm. I don't think Kang's going to pop up in this movie. Not realistically. But there's a time stone in play. Mm-hmm. If they get a hold of it and go and do a time, do some time travel nonsense, like if this is a, your cap to uh, 10 years of movie making, doing some kind of time travel tour through that, as a plot Ooh. device is a really tempting thing to do. Would you want to see that? Would you want to see time travel brought in, knowing how messy and like, oh, but if you time travel, then you broke like the time stream, and like and knowing how all that gets kind of complicated. Would you want to see it? Um, heck yes, because I love these two together, and if he can see her again, um, I would like that. I don't mean just Peggy. Well, I don't Any mean... Peggy you can give me, any Haley Atwell you want to give me on screen, I'm all about it. Yeah. But I just mean, do you want to see time travel used as a plot device? Sure. Why not? There are so many stones. I think we should play around with them all. <laughs> yeah. I, the, only, the thing that makes me nervous about the time travel thing is it, like I said, it, it gets messy because if you go back and you change something... Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, well, how much did you, how much did that ripple effect? But like changing that can, that could be the thing that like sets up and triggers a a mutant situation or a Fantastic Four situation and gives you an easy way to like bring those characters in without Mm -hmm. too much retconning or anything like that. Yeah, you know, I feel like if anyone's going to do a good job, if, you know, they do incorporate the whole time travel aspect, then yeah, I feel like they can. The Russo brothers would really just knock it out of the park, and I'm not worried. Yeah. It it would be a way to defeat Thanos, is to literally go back in time and change the events. Um, And it it undoes all the dusting. Uh, We'll just have to see. Yeah. Um, One theory that I saw is that the world, that the Avengers have not told the world what happened, so the world doesn't know about Thanos. I mean... Which would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're 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 hesitant about that, as in terms of, are you hesitant because you don't think the Avengers would lie, or it just it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter, <laughs> and then it's like you know they they kind of like they can't tell them everything. Um, so I feel like obviously people have been dusted so they they've got to know that something's up so i just don't know how much they shared um and like you know if there's there's a president in this universe Mm -hmm. did he get dusted what about the vice president who knows 50 percent. it's not like the leftovers where two percent went away 50 percent of the population so yeah it's it'd have to be chaos but the question is at that point if is it helpful to tell the world what happened or is it not? And that's the that's gonna I guess the debate in the Avengers minds is at this point is is it worth telling them? I don't know, chat, what do you think? I'm like, well what the heck would they tell him? So sorry, stuff happened. Long story short, half of the living population's gone. Like I I mean, what the options are tell them exactly about Thanos or just be like, stuff happened. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 it'll be interesting to see how the, how that's all handled. The mm-hmm. politics of that is like what well, part of why I love love the leftovers is the exploration of mm-hmm. what do the small people do after something like this, like the scientists that are trying to investigate it, the politicians. So in yeah. my mind, maybe I'll go watch the leftovers as like inside the MCU. <laughs> Yeah. It's just the super depressing part of the Marvel universe. Um, oh, Charles, boy. Charles Lee in the chat says the secretary, secretary of state would notify people since he's connected to the Avengers. If he even knows. If he's so, not dusted. Ross, well, one, if Ross isn't dusted, yeah. but also uh, Ross knows that the Avengers were probably involved, but he wouldn't have been privy necessarily to the details. Yeah. Because all of that went down to Wakanda. Yeah. So it'll. Oh. we'll just have to wait and see how that all goes. I'm going to go uh, back to Wakanda, too. So uh, let us know, guys, yeah. in the comments or in the chat, like, did you like this trailer? Mm-hmm. Or is, this, is it more... Are you more excited, less excited, just as excited? Mm-hmm. Amy, are you more excited now with this than you were before? I mean, if I could possibly be more excited, like, I actually I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's the thing is it's like... My excitement level was already through the roof, so yeah. it's pretty hard to raise it up. But uh, this this trailer, it looks good, and yeah. so did it. Did it raise it up then? Uh, it's probably at the same level that it was, but only because like we got so few things, mm. um, and then like Scott Lang coming at the end. That, yeah. So that's the thing is I didn't know what Scott was going to do, but when Scott Lang pops up at the end of this trailer, ah, pizza chef. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> Um, it was like, I love that Scott maintains his sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And so now let's talk about your theory. The well, th- okay. Or the theory that you heard. Yes. A lot of people on my trailer reaction video were saying that they think that that's not Scott. They think that he's a scroll. To what end, I guess, is my question. Well, and you know what? What's funny enough, though, is that some people have been saying the same thing in our chat right now. So I don't know. I think maybe they're just worried that that's not him especially because what's going to happen in captain marvel we don't we, we do don't know. now that we have scrolls on planet like yes. it is it is always going to be a question of who we're talking of like is that person that person i i don't think he's a, a scroll mainly because i think that the use of the quantum realm as a means of one like potential time travel and mm-hmm. to get to thanos I think the quantum realm and knowledge of it is going to be vastly more important to saving the day. And a scroll version of Scott Lang would not have that knowledge. Yeah. So that's the thing. A scroll can take on all of a person's char- like character traits and everything, but I do they take memories? Actually, I think they might. I, I, now I'm trying to remember all the storylines. And like, do they get your memories? Well, here's something trippier. Some people in the chat have been saying that there's like an archived, like, word. That it says archived somewhere in the top left. Um, yeah, it's on the screen. It says top left. It says archived. So I don't see anything. <laughs> That's a lamp. Do you guys <laughs> see? What does that say? <gasps> what does that say? It says... Uh, Strat. Strat. Oh, archive. It but they very say, specifically say that it's not an archive. I know, but what if that's the thing, that they're, like, hardcore lying to our faces? I mean, they're that's like, the other thing, is that you gotta take all of this trailer with a grain of salt, because the Russos love to fuck with people. Oh, it does say archive. You guys are right. That does say archive. But... Maybe Interesting. maybe it's like they're making us think that that is an archive, but then they're like, no, it's not. But what if like, you know what I mean? What if they're just a whole bunch of steps ahead of us? Yeah. Which I really don't know what that means. It's a good catch, you guys. I didn't see that one. And I've never heard of that until our chat right now. Thanks, guys. You're the best. No, I don't know what this means, though. Yeah. Why uh, would they say oh, that? Oh, no. Then? Uh... So, well, it, it, something that we've always seen is uh, trailers using two scenes and stitching them together mm-hmm. to, to misdirect you. Well, heck, Scream with Drew Barrymore, they made they you know made it sound like she was going to be the main character of Scream, and then they killed her. Spoiler alert! Sorry, guys, if you haven't seen it by now. But within <laughs> what the first like ten minutes? 
So maybe. Yeah. This could all be fake. This <laughs> is, I think is what we're trying to come down to. Like, we don't know how much of this is real. We don't know how much of this is actually going to happen in the film or not. Yeah. So that's terrifying. Yay! <laughs> Um, I, I'm really excited for this movie. I mean, I, I don't think he's a scroll, but only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Let's wait till we see Captain Marvel in March. And then Infinity War Part, I'm sorry, it's Endgame. I have to stop calling it Infinity it's, War Part 2. Uh-huh. Avengers Endgame in April I of think, 2019. Let me double check. Coming yeah. right up. It's 133 days, 10 hours, 22 minutes, 20 seconds. I have a countdown. 19 seconds. 19. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, guys. Before we dive into the rest of the show, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsors for today's episodes. Hit that air horn. Bam, bam, air bam. horn for the sponsor. <laughs> yeah. I gave Anthony no warning for that. Um, our sponsor, uh, we are sponsored today by the fabulous Loot Crate. Um, Loot Crate has all kinds of wonderful things that you can get. You get all of your nerd stuff in a single box delivered right to your door. Mm-hmm. You can get up to as uh, of over a $45 value in each crate, and it's less than $20 a month. Mm-hmm. You can get cool Marvel stuff in there. You get co- I've seen amazing Star Wars things in there. Harry Potter! Harry Potter stuff. <laughs> if there's a nerd thing that you love, mm-hmm. uh, you can find it in a loot crate. Mm-hmm. And the best part is, it just you get it all sent to you. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to go out and try to find those couple of nerd stores or like wait for ThinkGeek to ship it to you. No, it's all in Loot Crate, and they just send it right to your door as a subscription model. $20 a month, and you keep getting more fun stuff to cover your desk with. Like, <laughs> we cover our desk in toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I have a bunch of stuff from Loot Crate that's like scattered around my apartment. Uh, when uh, I have one that's like a measuring cup that has, it has Ant-Man to Giant-Man that I use <laughs> literally every day. See, I I guess you guys saw um, Koi's last episode with us. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff, and I still have that box because it's so pretty. Like, the way that it comes in, it's just gorgeous. It's almost, I would say, um, nice house decor. Does that make sense? Yes, because it says Marvel, and it's just so gorgeous. And, of course, I'm going to be wearing um, something that we got from that tonight when I see Into the Spider-Verse. I'm nice. So uh, yes, uh, Loot Crate offers uh, 16 awesome crates from gaming to anime, Marvel, DC. You can get all this. You can get it specialized to what you love. So okay. be, so check it out. Subscribe now. Get yourself an early birthday present, early Christmas present, uh-huh. if you will, or a late Hanukkah present. That gonna, works, yeah. too. It was a few days ago, so you can't. It's too late to get that for your uh, for your little nieces and nephews, but Kwanzaa. there's still time. I don't know. When I don't Kwanzaa know when. Is, but you can celebrate. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, you want to celebrate. Buy yourself a New Year's present. Just buy yourself a Happy Thor's Day gift. Yes. In order the cake, <laughs> and you can get ahead of time. You can get it, make sure that you get it before it sells out. Subscribe now mm-hmm. by going to lootcratecom slash Marvel Movie News, uh, and you can enter the code. Marvel Movie News. I know that might be hard to remember. It's not on the screens behind me. It's not on the logo of the podcast you're listening to. And it's not me just saying, go to lootcrate.com slash Marvel Movie News to subscribe and use the code Marvel Movie News. You've never heard of those words before. They've never been said in that order. Mm-mm. Marvel Movie News. Uh, and you can get 30% off your subscription. Oh, wow. 30%. That's a good deal. Good deal. Wow. So go there now. LootCrate.com slash Marvel Movie News. Use the code Marvel Movie News. I know it's complicated, but just stick with me because that's how you get your 30% discount <laughs> on good. all your nerdiest toys, shirts, every uh, everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. It's all just waiting to be delivered right to your door. Great. Uh, thank it's you, Loot Crate, here. for helping us keep the lights on in this studio, helping mm-hmm. us keep flush in, in little... Uh, uh, <laughs> toys like the like yeah <laughs> this did not come from hulu crate but i have this giant lock jaw on the desk for some reason people love because it. more nerd toys the better all right so let's keep going through today's news because there is a bunch to talk about huh <sighs> i want to talk about once upon a deadpool real quick yeah let's do so, it so amy you didn't have a chance to see it because it just came out last night yeah which is totally reasonable i ran out to see it because i wanted to make sure that i could at least like give you guys recommendations Mm -hmm. as you go into the weekend Mm -hmm. whether you should see it or not um if you've seen deadpool 2 okay it's deadpool 2 with no blood slightly shorter oh and uh it's got the fred savage bumpers 
which are really funny. Yeah. They are. Um, whether you need to see this in theaters or not, eh. I if you're I have AMC A list. Same. If you, if you have like Movie Pass, if that still works, I don't even know. I don't know. But if you have like a subscription thing, I think it's it's a great way to spend an afternoon. If you have like kids in the like twelve to seventeen range that like you didn't want to go, that were like mm-hmm. I should keep them from seeing Deadpool because it's too far. Go see it. Take mm-hmm. them to that. Um. It's not that clean. What do you mean? It's st- oh, so, oh, oh, so so okay. they they got it under the R rating. They even go through some of the like here's what you have to do to get an R rate to get a PG thirteen rating instead of an R. If like as jokes because it's Deadpool, mm-hmm. so he's breaking yeah. the fourth wall in every moment. Um, but like, and they use some of that very creatively, especially with the stuff with Fred Savage. It's fun, but you could see it on see it on cable. Um, it's nice that some of the profits are going to charity, so that's one reason to go out and see it, but in terms of just purely, like, do you want to spend your $15 on this? Not really. If if you can, if you have, if you've seen Deadpool, uh, if you can watch it at home, check it out there, is my, is my personal take on it. Mm -hmm. But it is fun if you're just looking for something to see at a theater. Yeah, well, my friend, she saw it, and she said that she actually liked it more than Deadpool 2. And she has an eight-year-old daughter, and I asked her, well, would you take your daughter to see this one? And she's like, well, no. So that's what you were saying, 12 to 17, maybe. But if you're older than that, you want to watch it, why not? There's right? still plenty of violence. Like, it's still Deadpool. It's just the they, the yeah. the blood is off screen and stuff like that. So, like, you still don't want to take little kids to see it. And they do yeah. play with strong language and like play with strong language like how? i don't want to th- so that's some of the jokes are how okay. they like play with like what they can say and what they can't say so i don't want to ruin those for you well, that sounds enjoyable it's like i said yeah. it's fun it's just not take multiple people out for 15 dollars a ticket mm-hmm. to go see a movie you've already seen necessarily fun yeah I um, mean, you can because you'll see it on basic cable this will yeah. be the version that airs on basic cable and yeah. for that, it's great. It's way better than just like cleaning up dialogue and putting something on on TNT. Yeah, you can now show this version on airplanes or wherever. What's nice is like you can go watch it if you want, but if not, you still have Marvel stuff that you can watch. You yeah, know? and yeah, it, it, you can still go tonight. see Into the Spider Verse this yes! weekend. <sighs> I have yeah. to work till eleven thirty tonight, and there's no actual midnight screening, so I'm gonna wait till the weekend. No. Thanks a lot. AMC planning committees. Um, There is a really fun, there is a really nice thing at the end. uh, After the credits, after all the, like, just wait until the end. If you do go see it in theaters, there's some Stan Lee stuff that will break, that will make you cry. It's, it's really nice. It's really, it's really simple, but they, they showed some outtakes from uh, his, his Deadpool 2 stuff. Well, that's just, it's worth going, going to see it just for that i mean again like you it'll be just as effective on the small screen that's my that's my thing like whether you're if you're weighing spending the money or not you can you can skip this one on the big screen but i do say check it out yeah yeah say go see spider verse again (laughs) uh this weekend speaking of spider-man yeah let's talk about spider-man far from home so we're not going to give you all the details, mm-hmm. but they did show a trailer at Brazil Comic Con that there's a rumor it's going to come out next week. Rumor, um, it, like for everyone to watch. But yeah. they showed it off at Brazil, and it, it gave us some some plot details about Spider-Man: Far From Home. Uh-huh. Said, uh, apparently, commented nothing about Infinity War, just ignored it entirely, which is an interesting tactic. Which I think you just kind of have to do. Because otherwise you just spoil it. Like, we all know Spider-Man's coming back. Yeah. No one's under any illusion that he's dead. But, rather than, like, address it, they just ignore it. Um, Okay. Uh, I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So the the details that we did get. And so, like, if you don't want these spoilers, you want to wait for the trailer or for the movie... I'm warning you now. Hit that little, like, skip 30 seconds ahead button. Mm -hmm. Or cover your ears. Uh... (laughs) Wait. Uh, is, oh, that's kind of scared me. Um, but you, uh, so Spider, so Peter is going on a field trip or a field trip, a like school trip to Europe okay, we with that. Ned yeah. and MJ, and he leaves the Spider-Man costume at home. 
<gasps> intentionally does not take it with him. Um, but once he's over there, Nick Fury gets to him and he's like, I need your help, kid. Uh, I don't know if he says that. That's all. That's oh, all. Okay. Like, but like Nick Fury does find him. And then there's apparently a sequence with Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio helmet off fighting alongside Spider-Man trying to take down Hydro-Man, who no one knew was going to be in this movie until this came out. Oh my god! Hydro-Man being like a sort of like in terms of power set, like think of the Sandman, but he's got, but it's water. Yeah. Um. So Mysterio, the the rumor is based off this is that he's going. Mysterio is a like an agent of some kind. Like he's not just a special effects guru. He's like actually a like somebody who like is working maybe with Nick Fury and Marie Hill who are both in this movie. So there's some cool stuff coming from Spider-Man far from home. Yeah. I'm excited about this. Of course, this, the Mysterio and him fighting Hydra-Man could all be illusion that Mysterio is putting on him. Nothing is what it seems. It's all Mysterio lying to you. We don't, Oh gosh, I feel like there's something beautiful about being a Marvel fan, but also something that like, you have to have a lot of strength, you know, because this we go through a lot, guys. Like we don't know if this is all real, if this like will happen, if it's not. Like we don't, we don't know anything. <laughs> I just love the uh, I was able to say all of those sequence of words like Hydro Man and Mysterio mm-hmm. and Nick Fury and like all this stuff, and it made total sense to the people that are listening to this podcast. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, but yeah, those are the details that we've got. Does that do? The, are you excited for like the inclusion of like Hydro Man and a, a potential Spider Man Mysterio team up? Yeah, I. I'm curious to see the trailer. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I, I'm i not sure if, like, what people are saying is true. Like, okay, so they saw the trailer. What you just told us, is that true? Yeah, true? that's like journalists that were in the room are so, like, like this true, is true. what I saw. This is what we're reporting that we saw. Um, I the, So they're, they're, the, they're probably going to clean up the trailer. It won't be 100% what we saw, but it'll be mostly what yeah. they showed there. Um, I think partially they do this as a tester of like, okay, what do people react to? What should we enhance? What should we yeah. take back? And then they'll they'll put that that trailer up, uh, presumably next week. The 18th is what people are saying in the chat. Although it so. seems crazy that it's not being put with Spider Verse this weekend. I mean, we don't know. It's they could, it could they could surprise drop it. Um, it just seems the time, unless you don't want to throw people off. Maybe it's at the end of Spider-Verse. Like the way they showed um, uh, the, the Spider-Verse yeah. scene at the end of Venom. Yeah. Um, that could be a new thing that, that Sony's trying to do with all their stuff. They're like, here's the next one. Watch our stuff. Please see our Spider-Man movies that don't have Spider-Man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I'm game for whatever they give us. I just kind of want the trailer now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. on it, Sony. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh Doctor Strange 2. So we can lift this color. Okay, so you guys <laughs> oh, yeah, are you safe. Can... Um, Yay, thumbs up. Doctor Strange 2 has confirmed its director and maybe its release date. Yeah, I know. Um, so this was just released, obviously, um, this week. This, this is all according to The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the script w- is supposed to be written next year which is just like 19 days away um and the plan is to begin production in spring of 2020 uh which would then kind of lead it to a may possibly 2021 release which would be pretty exciting um we will of course see benedict cumberbatch um benedict wong as well um i just realized those are both benedicts yep i just realized that and his name is wong Wong. And he plays Wong. Wong. It's wonderful. This is all so trippy. Yeah. um, Also, you know, we are not super sure if Rachel McAdams will come back, but she is likely to return, which I I would like. She didn't get enough time to shine in Doctor Strange. And Rachel McAdams is a phenomenal actress, Mm -hmm. so I would love to see what else she could do with more 
of an arc, like more to do in, in that role. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but also like I want her to not just be. The, the thing is that character is sort of just there as like a love interest necessarily. It'll depend on what plot line they want to do. Yeah, and so um, apparently the search for a writer to write the script is about to get underway. Got it. So whatever that means, because that might mean that uh, Scott Derrickson doesn't co-write it. Yeah, so Scott Derrickson, I don't think we actually said his name. Scott Derrickson is back to direct. The same director as the first one will be back. And I think he earned that. Um, Oh, for sure. I had issues with the first one. It's like on the lower tier of my Marvel rankings. What? Um, The thing is like, all the Marvel movies are pretty high in, like, general yeah. rankings. But in terms of, like, where it falls in my list, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is pretty low. I felt like the plot didn't... The effects are amazing, uh, the way they... But, like, it didn't do everything it needed to in terms of... Uh, it was a little too world-collapsing and not enough character-based. Like, Cassilius's uh, motivation was very weird for me. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that I think they can clear up. Is, um, I'm hoping for a Baron... That this is Baron Mordo. Um, the no more magic oh, idea okay. that they that they tease at the end of the first one. That's what I want to see in this one. Did you have any plots in mind that you wanted to see, or you're just excited I, to see more? You of know, it? the thing about Marvel is that I can count on them to always like either make me really happy or like you know feel a lot of really intense feelings. Thank you, Infinity War. Um, so I'm game. Like I'm literally just in it for the ride, and I know that it's gonna <laughs> toy with my emotions and. But I love that because that's why I love Marvel and I love that like we get to bring all kinds of characters. So I really like – I just want it to be good, which I know it will be. I would like a little bit more Rachel McAdams in there. Um, I don't know that I necessarily need more of her. I would. But uh, like I like her as an actress. Yeah. And if But if they're my, – my point is if they're going to use her – Use her effectively, where sure. she wasn't oh, yeah. in the she wasn't in this first one. Yeah, but like I said, I think Baron Mordo is the right villain for mm-hmm. this because I love the idea of a magic user trying to use magic to get rid of magic. It's a it the the the, the, the like moral and ethical questions that are going on there. That's the type of small scale story. Like it's still big. There's still obviously large consequences, but it's much more character based as opposed to. There's a cross-dimensional space being who's going to like destroy the entire world and is offering something to Cassilius to to motivate him to do that. It was a little muddled, but Baron Mordo has a clear motivation, and that's what I'm hoping that they see. If I could recommend a writer for this project, Mm -hmm. I think some people, some of you listeners, may know him, may be familiar with his work. Uh, His name is Matt Key. Uh, I think Matt if you're good, if you're looking for a writer familiar. who knows Doctor Strange pretty well, he's a, he uh, like just you can find him on Twitter at the at the Matt Key. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's I think he'd be open for it. I think he'd drop what he's doing. He's a busy guy, but I think he could get him. Okay, Disney, so we I think should you could get him. We should start a hashtag, guys. <laughs> what would what would we like it to Key be? Key for Strange. Matt okay. Key confirms. Uh, <laughs> Matt Key confirms he's available for Doctor Strange. Um, anyway. You said it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we really don't know. I don't who. think he'd contradict me. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of sequels. Yes. Venom 2 was confirmed Venom. by the writer of the first Venom, Jeff Pinker, mm-hmm. um, who apparently is at this point not going to be involved, according to him. Sounds like this comment reads sort of bitter, like on the page, um, where when he's asked, um, if like he was asked about the sequel, and he's like, "It's definitely happening," which is the first official confirmation that we've gotten. But it made eight hundred million dollars at the global box office. Sony's doing a sequel, and they Mm -hmm. also set up a sequel. They already cast Woody Harrelson in a four-second role. The gorgeous wig that I know everyone loves. <laughs> it's um, fun. I, 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 yeah, we've talked about it before. I hope the sequels are rated. Um, I think they should be, but they probably, but they'll probably keep it at PG thirteen. Especially uh, once Wanted Deadpool is doing pretty well uh, in previews, it, it pulled in nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that crazy. Um, for a movie that is already out, you can buy it on Blu ray for like ten dollars. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then, the, what, Amy, you were the one that found this quote um, yeah. about Tom Ho- whether Tom Holland could show up. Yeah. Uh, P- 
Pinker replied, without revealing anything I'm not allowed to reveal, it's not impossible that in a future slash upcoming Venom movie, Spider-Man will play a significant role. I love it because when pe- when someone says something like that, people are like, <gasps> he's going to be in it. Oh my gosh, he c- we don't know. Basically but what maybe. that says to me is like, because I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Venom movie, but... Well, it was fun. Uh, I love the song, the Eminem song called Venom, which you've obviously heard us, you know, sing here. Quite oh, I'll wrap like, that. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, the movie is just like, it didn't do any of what I wanted a Venom movie to be based on what I connect to about that character. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep calling it a rom-com. It wasn't. If they'd done the Whoa. rom-com, Whoa. I would have been there. Whoa. I would have been all about that romantic comedy version of Venom <laughs> any day, but that's not what they gave us. Um, I think what they're saying with this quote, what he's like, basically what he, what the implication is here is if you look at that movie, it doesn't do anything that would necessarily step on MCU continuity. Mm-hmm. They kept it contained enough that you could say that that happened in the MCU mm-hmm. and move on from there. Yeah. Um, that's why, a part of why I think they kept everything inside of San Francisco, which the only thing we've done in San Francisco is Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess both both Ant Man movies were were in San Francisco, but nothing crazy happened there that would prevent Venom from being po- like like retconned into the MCU. Mm-hmm. It would be pretty clean if they wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually I did really like Venom. I am curious to see exactly like if they're going to change things. You know, obviously if we're going to have a different um, director or a different writer. Some things might change, but I don't know. I feel like it's going to be interesting because it did do so well, and I think it surprised a lot of people um, to see what liberties they do take, like if they want to veer off a little bit, but obviously not into the MCU. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what they do with Carnage in the sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, Since that's, I mean, that's what they're doing. Keep that wig or change that wig. I mean, with with more screen time, they'll they'll spend more money on the wig. Um, CGI wig. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, this is just an update on X Men Dark Phoenix. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Simon Kinberg, the director, was talking about why it got pushed because it got pushed like a, an entire year. And the basic update, whether you whether you take this at face value or not, he said it's not. It, there were rumors that it was because Sophie Turner was busy with Game of Thrones or because Disney got bought and that was that was causing them to make major changes to the script mm-hmm. and all kinds of we said the only reason it got delayed was effects. The effects were taking longer than they anticipated, and it's not a thing where, like, oh, well, it's going to take an extra two months, and then you just push back two months. You push back two months, and now you're up against something uh, in release dates that you don't want to be up against, or, yeah. you've, or like, it's just a bad time of year. There's all kinds of reasons, so it became a thing where, according to him, uh, Fox, I guess now Disney, sees it as enough of a summer tentpole that they want it uh, as a summer movie. So they made we wanted to keep it a summer, so they pushed it back an entire year, then giving them plenty of time to work on effects. Here's the thing, like I, I think most of us, you know, talking about this or most of us listening to this, we we're not in that space, you know what I mean? Like we're hearing all of these things of like, oh well this is why. And I think it's easy for people to be like, Oh, just get it together. And like I get it. But I also want it to be good. So if this means they're going to push it again, you know, like, that it's it's most definitely not coming out when we were first told. Duh. But I just want it to be good. And I understand effects take a while. I get it. Maybe, you know, bring in some more people so that it can get done. Um, but, like, whatever. That's show business. That happens. Yeah. I, it'll, it. I, I'm, I still have my own reservations about this movie. It has nothing to do with the effects or the release date. It's yeah. more just like, all right. Let's finish up this uh, these Fox X Men movies so that we can uh, MC- get some mutants into the MCU. <laughs> yeah, because um, I've heard some amazing pitches that like totally changed my perspective on mutants in the MCU. Because I originally mm-hmm. wanted them to be separated, and uh, somebody gave me a pitch that was uh, so great and such an interesting take on the war on the real world affected through this stuff that it was just like, yeah, make that. I want to see that. Someone? Like, do you uh, It was uh, Hector like... Navarro at Geek and Sundry and I were talking about... Uh, Hector's been on this program a couple times mm-hmm. in the past. Um, and the idea that you could use... like, Because the big question is, like, oh, but there's people with powers all over the place. Like, what? That's Why would people hate on mutants? Well, 
people in the real world hate on groups that are totally the same as people that you respect all the time. Mm-hmm. It's very real for the, that that hypocrisy, especially today, is mm-hmm. incredibly real. So to so to use mutants to talk about that and the like, well, why do you like Captain America but not Beast? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your like, what's your problem with just they're two, they're just they both have powers. Yeah, why are they different to you? And forcing people to deal with that and put that dilemma on screen could be a really interesting take. And I got to give all credit to Hector on that because that was yeah. not my idea, but it's a perfect way to overcome that, that or use that issue mm-hmm. and make it the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We're running along. Let's move into Marvel TV time. Woo-hoo. Marvel movie news. Air guitar. Oh, that's right. We're talking TV time. I almost dropped my guitar, guys. I love if if you watch me do air guitar, it's so obvious how much I don't play guitar. At uh, least your strumming's right. I was just like I kept going. I'm like that's not <laughs> that's not right at all. Um, the big story. Uh, well, there's two. There's two. There's two big stories. So, so the interesting one that I want to start with is there's an update on the Netflix situation with the canceled Daredevil, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage series. Mm-hmm. That apparently, according to the contracts that Disney signed with Netflix, they are not allowed to use those characters at all whether it's you cannot like this doesn't even talk about whether they're rebooting or starting with a new actor anything they are not allowed to use those characters in a film or tv series until 2020 yeah so and like there are some rumors that like netflix could even like do things to like push that back even further but there's no reason for them to do that um this sort of puts a, a it, i guess here's the thing 2020 if th- at this point like if they were going to try to there are it's only like a year of pre-production and then a year of production and then it's out so you weren't going to get it before that anyway yeah um but it it does sort of put a damper on those oh it's just going to jump over to hulu it's going to jump over and disney could always buy netflix out on these kinds of things but we're probably, yeah, we're probably just not going to see these characters for a couple of years at the very least. But we still have Daredevil on, like, we still have these. Oh, yeah, they're still there. Netflix, Netflix is going to have great. those in perpetuity. Yeah, because when I first read this, I was like, wait, why? Because obviously, like, that's heartbreaking. I don't like that. I feel like we were all doing such a great job moving forward, like all of us, right? Because we all had something to do with it. Which we did because we were watching it. Um, I just feel like we were such a great momentum, especially with, you know, the redemption, I would say, of Iron Fist in the second season. And with, ah, season three of Daredevil was so freaking good that I was really bummed because it's like, why would you take something away right when it was like, you know? Um, And to really know that we won't have anything anytime soon is hard. But at least we have them right now on Netflix. And like you say, it does take time to make these things. So 2020 will be right around the corner. I had a thought that, like, could be a really cool way for them to utilize these characters and maybe even keep the actors around. Um, Because it's tough to do a new series uh, with the, the original series on another platform and things like that. But... I was thinking that maybe this is a way that maybe they start using Disney Plus to launch some, like, basically a big screen version of Marvel 2-in-1s, which, okay. like, you do, uh, like, you have, like, the things like, oh, it's uh, The Thing and Mr. Fantastic, and it's like, or you have uh, Captain America and Iron Man, like, as the the, the titles of those books, like, yeah. um, all of those, like, two-character-led, yeah. like, miniseries, you could do, like spider-man and daredevil and you do like you get because it's it's the marvel it's the cinematic team heading up disney plus you can bring in some of those big screen characters for these like little things like they're doing loki and scarlet witch and the vision and then pair them up with like one of these things like you could do a nick fury and luke cage series like just because but you just call it nick fury and luke cage four-part miniseries and you just get it done or it's a two-hour made for uh streaming movie kind of thing i'm just really curious like what does this really mean for the future of these characters like you know like i said we had just such a great momentum that like what the heck is this gonna do i mean it's, it's a damper like look this is sometimes the business gets in the way of creative uh, <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's what you got. 
Um, so the, the truth is like, because, especially with this, we're probably not going to see any kind of move momentum or movement on any production on any of these Netflix series, except for the two that are in production until at least this contract expires in 2020. Mm -hmm. So you probably won't hear about anything. I'm sure that Kevin Feige and Disney are like swirling with ideas of what to do, Yeah, but they can't move on any of them for a few years. Well, see, as worried as I am about, you know, keeping all of the excitement there, whenever we do get something, obviously we'll just, like, rush to it. So it'll be fine. It's just kind of, like, selfishly speaking, we just want more stuff now that's yeah. good already, <laughs> you know? Um, well, you've still got season three of Jessica Jones coming, uh... but before that, you've got season two of The Punisher, yeah. and we got... A little teaser mm-hmm. of that. I don't know if you guys caught this. It just came out. Netflix put out a, a little teaser trailer of all of their shows coming in January. Oh, yeah. And we didn't know the Punisher's release date yet. And we still sort of don't. But at the end of this trailer where it's like, oh, you got Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt uh, part season uh, whatever part two. And you've got uh, this show coming. Lemony Snicket's coming. Like all this stuff. And then at the end, it's like, oh, that's everything. That's everything that's coming. And then uh, Anthony hit it with that trailer this is what we saw at the end it's like oh trailer's done you got y'all can go home close your browser windows move forward what's that what's going on what (gasps) guns something intense car van bam (laughs) and that's it uh that's all you get i love that but it's enough so uh punisher coming in uh january and then um, you had a, a, a picture ch- posted by John Bernthal, um, uh, which just like a little, it looks like he took a picture of a screen because <laughs> you can see the little lines. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's got the full skull regalia going and he's just punishing it in there. Punishing it? Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious if you guys in the chat are excited. If you're looking forward to season two, season one was a very good, very dark mm-hmm. show. Um, I'll be interested to see what they do with, with, with the second season. And it'll come. I, I'll bet you they're going to drop it at random. I bet you we won't know until it's out. Ooh, like they'll do a Beyonce thing. They tried to do that with season one. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, they were planning on doing that. Mm-hmm. They were going to, um, oh. at New York Comic Con that year, they were going to show episode one to the to fans and then oh by the oh and one other thing they're gonna do that and then be like it's all online right now yeah um but they didn't because of um some unfortunate um real world shooting events yeah that made, I remember. that make the punisher really hard to take in in a context but they were very aware of it um i think the show was very aware of it mm-hmm. as well um but I think they're going to try to do that with here with the Punisher season two. It's just like we're telling you it's coming this month, and then it'll just show up on your queue one day. I would love that. I I love it when Netflix does things like that. As um, a fan, I love that. As somebody who talks about TV shows and has to plan things and get ready and make like rundowns and all that, please give me some warning. I don't. I, nah. We need heads up, Marvel. Oh God. Nah. Nah, uh, <laughs> let's ride the wave. Um, a lot of people in the chat are pumped. Zias B. Lou, I think season two is going to be great and gritty. Um, yeah, like people, hi, hi computer. Yeah, people are excited about it and I think it's it's going to be great in January sometime. Yeah, well, yeah. so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that show once it does drop. Mm-hmm. Um, see, like I said, season one was, was a really good, I think it was a really good show. It wasn't my kind of show personally uh-huh. it's not the kind of thing i chase usually I, I like go i actively try to watch um that doesn't mean that it wasn't good mm-hmm. uh it like it, it absolutely was and that's part of what i love about marvel comics and now what they're doing with marvel on screens like tv and movies is like there's a marvel for everybody yes. like you there's you can go to if you're more comedy inclined like me you can watch thor ragnarok <laughs> 80 bajillion times and always be laughing uh-huh and if you're more of a, you want something intense and dramatic, you can watch The Punisher. And mm-hmm. they're both Marvel. They're both amazing. Um, and they feel completely different. I love that. Um, and if you just want to like some kid style laughs, you can go watch Marvel Rising. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is wonderful. All right. 
that so we're gonna have to wrap it up now. Uh, but before we do, Amy, you want to give some people some quick shout outs to our fantastic Mary Marvelites? Yes, of course. Uh, Elmer with some trees, Emmanuel at Elmer underscore E underscore Ortiz, Aaron Bloom, Blum at AJ Blum, Kristen Deaton at Kristen Deaton, Lewis Cox at Lewis 1022, Pat at Guardians 213, Katharina, I got this guys, Katharina Mayer at Mayer Ryder, Xander Mansberger at Xmanberger. 15, Daniel Webb at dr underscore web 22, Corey N at Corey 71215, and Cole Canaletti at Cole underscore Canaletti. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and those of you who are, are listening on, on iTunes, please go hit us with a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always helps. Like, I love when I see our little, like, top ranking in the TV film pod. It just keeps going up and up. I think we were at, like, 102 this morning. We were at, like, 39 nice. uh, earlier in the week. I want to see us get all the way up there. And your ratings and subscribers and subscriptions absolutely do affect that. Mm-hmm. So go on there. Um, and I, you know what? I know, I know they say don't feed the trolls, but, but send me to Moosebullheim because I'm going to feed them right now. I don't know if that's where trolls come from. It was the first, <laughs> the first one of the nine realms that came into my brain. Um, I, there was some review that said that we, we're not negative enough or we're too positive. I'm like, it's- one, it's because we love Marvel mm-hmm. and I felt the need to shout this out. But two, did you hear me talk about the Inhumans when it came out? I'm never negative. I dare you to go watch that episode. But here's the thing, too. You can find negativity almost anywhere. You can always come here for some positivity. Some marvelous love. (laughs) Um, And I want to say thank you. And I love you to our Merry Marvelites. Uh, I was trying to transition there and it got a little weird. But I do love you guys. Thank you so Great. much for joining us. Amy, uh-huh. thank you so much. This was a, ah, thank you. so much fun today. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for Endgame. I literally can't wait. I, I'm very impatient. Uh-huh. Um, but that's going to do it. Uh, I have been your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, you can also uh, catch... The, I was hosting the Doctor Who After Show, which just wrapped up on our sister network, After Buzz TV. And you can also, if you want to get weird, uh, you can check out my uh, own podcast that I do with my uh, writing partner and producing partner, Greg Goodness, where we take different characters from we take characters from different universes and we ship them together. Like last week when we shipped Thanos and the Grimace with Christian Blatt, and it got weird, as you would <laughs> expect. Amy, where can people find you? All right. That sounds like so much fun, though. It's a blast. Like, it's so ridiculous. But that episode's live now on Ships in the Night. I love that name, too. Um, yes, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Find me on YouTube as well. Subscribe. I do trailer reaction videos. Those are fun. Okay. Also, guys, you will most definitely want to be in this space on Tuesday, the 18th at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. That's all you're going to say? That's all I'm going to say. It's gonna can be you really... tease them? Yeah, I'm going to tease them. You can go to our Twitter, you know, um, and, and get more information. But Stop being coy about it, Amy. <laughs> get it? All right, guys. This has been <laughs> the great. Marvel Movie News. <sighs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.